Pickaxe. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Triforce. Bad news for you. Flax is sick. But I'm trooping it. He's trooping it, but he's sick. What kind of sick are you? Is it the kind of sickness you just get? Both ends. Let me guess. Both ends. Well, let me tell you something. Monday, my youngest daughter is complaining. This is on actually Sunday evening. Sunday evening, she's Toddler snottiness. That's what you've got. They're not toddlers. You've got to watch out when they barf, though, because sometimes it means chicken pox. Sunday night, they they both had chicken pox, as have I, so it's not that. So Sunday night, my daughter, my youngest, is saying, like, she's like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. So I, I give her dinner, and she takes one look at it. It was lasagna. It was delicious. It was an amazing lasagna. I serve it up to her. She takes one look at it and goes, I don't feel very well. I said, you're just saying that. Because you don't want to eat lasagna. You've suddenly decided you don't want it. So It's more that she doesn't want to eat. She doesn't trust it, your cooking. Well, let me tell you. <laughs> she doesn't like fine Italian cuisine. Cre- she really, <laughs> she <laughs> really doesn't. So she takes a couple of mouthfuls. Ten minutes later, she's sick. I was like, God damn it. She wasn't lying. Like I was like, I, if, I'm going to send you to your room with no dessert if you lie to me again about having a sore stomach. She actually did have a sore stomach. I said to her, how did it come on exactly when you're eating a dinner that you don't really want to eat? Like, they pull all kinds of shit like that. Oh, man. So it turns out I was You know wrong. what's going to happen? She has to spend the next day off school. What? In like 30 years, she's going to be on a talk show because she's going to be like rich and famous one day, I'm, yeah. I'm guessing. And um, she's going to break down crying. She's going to be like, <laughs> and then one time, my dad... Served me lasagna. Delicious lasagna. I I had a sore stomach and he forced me to eat it. That's exactly it. I puked everywhere. (laughs) And it was that day that I knew that if I did cure boldness one day, (laughs) because I'm a Nobel Prize winning scientist, I'd never let him have that cure. He would always be bold. Listen, Flax. That's right. I feel like I I need to to make amends because um, last week on the Triforce podcast, I don't know if you listened to to it, ladies and gentlemen, but I was um, I was saying that people who fold their shirts and put them in their drawers <laughs> need to get a life, and uh, <laughs> and I, I only realized after the podcast was done that that whole thing was prompted by Flax telling a story about his wife doing that, and right. I'm pretty sure Flax's wife listens to this, or at least that's what Flax she, says. She does, yeah, she does. So I, I'm just saying, Flax's wife, if you're listening, get a life. No, for God's sake. I didn't mean you. <laughs> I meant everyone else. Okay, please don't hate me. Let me let don't me, judge let me. Let me start with an apology as well, because we've already been going two minutes, and I've already called Flax bald. I've questioned his his parenting, and and, like, and I'm not feeling well. I'm sorry, Flax. I loved you, man. You know, and I haven't provided any sympathy because he's not very well today. So I'm, I'm sorry, dude. That's all like, right. Fucking respect. So the last couple, you know? like, middle of the week, she, everything was all right. 
And then I started to feel a bit peaky last night. And I was like, God, I hope I'm not coming down with something. And my stomach was aching. And I thought, God damn it. It's, it, I've caught whatever my youngest had. The, my eldest is like a, she's made of iron. She never seems to get sick. It's about midnight. I'm just about to go to bed. I didn't bother streaming last night because I wasn't feeling well. Suddenly my daughter starts screaming from, I've been sick. Oh no. She hates, she hates sick. The smell well, of it, who other doesn't people being sick. Hate it. it doesn't bother me, honestly. It's just one of those things. Except for those people who get off on it, though. Have yeah, you ever well, seen Jesus. those those barfing people who oh like? Oh my um, god! Yeah, it's hard. Have sex with each other like oh. in barf and stuff. Yeah, oh I'm god. not going to go that far. All right. No. Obviously, it just Good it Lord. just doesn't bother me. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, obviously, I'm not saying it. that your daughter is like going to be into that either. I'm just right. you know, it's just. She was sick all over her pillow, all over her duvet. So I, and she's it's, it's all over her. So she's just standing in the bathroom weeping. So I was like, I had to I clean her up. Now. Yeah, I know. I had to clean her off. I'm feeling ill and I'm feeling more sick because I'm around this sick. So I, got, so I just bundled up all her bedding, took it downstairs and, and cleaned it off. Just and bonfired the whole thing. It. Yeah. It. Yeah. it was so you gotta, tempting. You gotta burn it, yeah. And then I, I made her sleep in a <laughs> sleeping bag. Dad's having a bonfire again. Yeah. Dad, where's <laughs> my duvet? Burn it. It's ashes. It's, it's on fire outside. It's, it's, it's been sullied with your vomit. <laughs> so I made her sleep on the sofa in a sleeping bag and she seems fine. Like she honestly seems fine, but you can't take them into school 24 hours after they've been sick. I can't, I can't sleep in a sleeping bag. I need to have like it's too confined. I need to like stick a leg out of my duvet <laughs> from time to time, yeah, or sometimes no, just my same. foot or something. Yeah. You know, like if I'm if I'm all wrapped up like that, it's no good. I can't. She do loves it. it. She loves yeah. it. But yeah, so she's off school today. Very kindly, one of the other mums took uh, my youngest in because she's in the same class. So I didn't even. Have, I'm not going to leave the house. She's going to bring her back as well. I just feel shit. This reminds yeah. me of when I came back from China last year and i was sick for like three fucking weeks it feels feels like flu to be honest with you mm, but oh, there's there's a, yeah. a, a dota 2 major going on right now in uh chongqing yeah or chongqing uh in in rural china and my mate is there and he was telling me that one of the problems they've got is getting food because it's just not a place that caters to western f food at all what so that oh it's I in see. the middle they've of they've got food but it's very chinese yeah, food. it's in the middle of like the country if you look it's c-h-o-n-g-q-i-n-g so it's like Man, Chong, that's why Chongqing, that's why i think it's pronounced i swear by packed lunches like you have to have yeah you even can't if take two weeks worth of packed lunches though can you you can you if you're organized you can okay i'll make that point to my friend but yeah. he said that the only food they've been given is kfc every day they're like this is all we've got it's either that or the <sighs> local cuisine and he said well what's wrong what's with the local food what's he complaining food? about right here's some the thing some people would kill for that every day <laughs> yeah. breakfast lunch and dinner kfc oh it's a limited God, menu it sounds like a dream <laughs> <laughs> well you can't eat that so you'd have the chips that was the thing kfc chips kfc chips oh my KFC God. you just have the runs every goddamn day but this day. is the problem the food is so spicy that's the local food it's like it's not just spicy it's like it will kill you spicy you know if you're not used to it and you're some western you're just gonna <laughs> shit your heart out well they've got to do it i think i, I think uh, they've lit two of the pros have died already of they're burning them just in the streets four of them are in hospital Whoa. two pros have, two pros have come down sick and four people in total have been into hospital 
Okay, I, I, was, I was joking. Yeah, about I know. That, no, but... they literally have one of the teams. The player that they had that was standing in for them is sick in in hospital with like food poisoning and all the spicy food is too much for people and they're just getting ill. Yeah. It's one of the it's one of the ten most polluted places in in the world. And they're well, there. Yeah, not just that. I think that region of the world is also uh, it's like all root vegetables, right? And they're they're so bland. You have to spice them up somehow. Oh, really? No, I don't know. I'm just guessing. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, first of all, like my my current like my current like food I'm eating is almost all vegetables, right? right. I, almost. I, I, I have, um, Here it comes. So I don't know Set your alarms for three minutes' be. time, listeners, because Lewis will Just stop. Give me a fucking plate of we'll vegetables. We'll stop talking like, about what? vegetables in three I minutes. I want to know more about this. Chunk, Why do you, what do you mean almost like, vegetables? What else have you been eating? I'm intrigued. Well, like some some like oatmeal and stuff, and oh, right. You know, <laughs> Other I see. things like some soup. Oh, okay. No, no vegetables yeah. in that. There's a good, there's a good mix. A lot of, stuff, of people have pointed yeah. out that you're attempting, Lewis, to subvert the cause of us meat eaters by constantly referencing how bad it is for people and banging on about veganism. Well, no, but I'm wondering, like, for well, for being sips though, like KFC wouldn't cut it. We'd have to have. Oh, the you local could eat food. the chips. And they do but milkshakes there too. You can't eat chips and milkshakes you, for you like can. two weeks. <laughs> you yeah, can. One, one <laughs> could. But I mean, I do eat a lot of chips, to be fair. And drink a lot of milkshakes too. Where, where do you get those chips? Various places. Really? You know, just chips. Not just chips. <laughs> not just, just chips. Uh, that was, that's their advert, actually. They should, they do a TV advert. We can't have just chips. Yes, we can. And just chips. Come on down. Come on not down. just Just chips. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, so so I I, I want to know like what I don't know what what this Chinese food is so bad. Like, it's just incredibly it, spicy. It's killing people as well. No, it's just like, like imagine if like if if you have a really strong curry uh, or a really really spicy food in general. I like really spicy I know, food. I, um, I know. I have a lot of really spicy food. I know. Food. And you and I both think we'd be fine, right? You both think oh, we'd yeah, be I fine. Think I'd be you fine. You would not. Like literally, I've heard. Unbelievable things about just how spicy this stuff is. Like this, they serve it. I'm sure someone in the comments will will be able to explain it better than I do. But it, it's so spicy that if you are not accustomed to it, it's not just a question of oh, that's got some spice to it. This is like oh my god, I'm dying levels. Yeah, of spice. you have to build up like a tolerance to yeah. it. Yeah. Over time. From birth. From birth. Before yeah. they cut the umbilical cord, they're shoving chilies in the baby's mouth. It's, it's called Hot Pot City. Apparently. The problem with really spicy food is that it would make me sweat a lot, right? And right. because um, I have a gigantic forehead, you would be able to see every <laughs> single bead of sweat. That would destroy my street cred. So yeah. I, I basically, I don't think I can go to China, which is a shame, old, actually. Old but sweaty sips. Yeah. Drips. They call you drips. To get, get me all sweaty on, on the spicy hot food. No, thanks. Oh, I'll just stick to the bland food that doesn't make me sweat. Like chips and milkshakes. Like chips and milkshakes. <laughs> Here's the here's the things, right? Here's the suggestions for for the hot pot. Well, first of all, it says here, uh, hot pot city over fifty thousand uh, like restaurants. You know, with like every other shop front has a neon flame on it and a sack of chilies by the door, right? Right. That's downtown uh, Chong King. I think it's Chongqing, by the way, which is interesting because there was know. a huge hullabaloo ahead of this major when I don't know some player basically used the racial epithet Ching Chong. In a game. Oh my god! And right. this was serious business. In, in you know, this, this was like Valve stepped in, like it was a big fucking to do. Players getting banned, the players getting stepped aside, or you know, all the rest of it. An organization. You, you, if you listen to this and you want to know more, go ahead and look it up. But the fact that they they called it the 
like the the minor was in a place, the major, sorry, is in a place called Chongqing after this drama that's about Ching Chong was not lost to me. And I thought, if I go out there, I'm going to get horribly sick. And I'm also, at some point, I'm going to say Ching Chong because all the, it's the place is called Chongqing. Like it's going to happen. Someone's going to misspeak at some point because it's so close. And you're thinking, don't say it, don't say it because it's this huge drama. I was terrified. Oh, that was God. one of the many reasons I didn't go. That was, <laughs> so, so, you dodged so, a so bullet that there, factored Flex. into your decision to going out there, was it? The fact that it was just called something slightly racist. You were worried that you're, you might accidentally slip. I, I would, I'm terrified of that. Like I'm seriously. That's career ending if you accidentally say something like that. In China as well, it'd be like, I'd be so mortified. And the fact is that, oh my God, I just, I just couldn't, I couldn't deal with it. It would be awful. It would be awful. Let's just hope that they never have a major in Niger then, right? <laughs> the African major. <laughs> well, you never know. I mean. <laughs> God. <laughs> my God. I think it's pronounced uh, anyway. It's Niger, um, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's French, isn't it? Let's, um, God. So anyway, the hot pot, right? Okay. So it's, they're really spicy and they they have the popular things that are thrown in are pork pig intestines, pig's blood, duck intestine, um, Chinese sausage. That's very kind of yeah, broad, Jesus isn't it? Jesus Christ. I go for that um, on the menu. I'll tell you, do you have anything in, say, some rocks or some dirt? Because I would eat those. <laughs> Ahead of the mysterious Chinese sausage, because you've oh, already man. listed why, guts. Why do they use on the all menu? that stuff? It's crazy, like <laughs> pig's blood, seagull testicles, Ugh. and like what the fuck? Just eat, eat the but dude, fucking. What are they? What are they hiding like in the sausage? Everyone else does. Like Christ Almighty! They're telling you what's in everything else. This is Some guts. Cat anus this is and... blood. This is cat butt. Oh, but there's also a sausage. What's in the sausage? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing for you, you to worry about. <laughs> just eat the sausage. It's just a mix of, of guts. Uh, so, I mean, it's spicy for your guts, I guess, as well. Maybe that's the point. Like, I don't know. Maybe they think that that by, you know, eating other animals' guts, it will strengthen your own guts against the super spicy. <laughs> that's how it works. Uh, so it says here, uh, blah, blah, blah. You'll be asked a series of questions when you walk into a hot pot joint. You can describe the type of broth, the level of heat, what kind of oil you want. There you go. If you can't speak Chinese, why not just point to what other people are eating? How's that going to help? How's that going to help you? This this advice is that terrible. Is, that is absolutely shocking advice. I'll have what he's having, and the camera pans over to a dude, bright red, sweating, with a t-shirt that says Chili Master, but in Chinese, so you don't know. And <laughs> yeah. he's there to set the national record for eating the spiciest food in the world. And you say, I'll have what he's having, please. This guy over here. The guy looks like he's dying. That's dangerous advice. It's it's I mean, okay. There's there's got to be more. There's got to be more stuff here. Well, the thing is though, I remember going to uh, uh, go to like Singapore and Japan, and there was like Chinese breakfasts there quite commonly. And in fact, also in um, in some of, some of the American cities in like um, uh, where it's like got a big Chinese community, like Vancouver and uh, Seattle. We have Vancouver is like fifty percent. Like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like um, there's like the Chinese breakfasts at the buffet in the morning, and it's it's pretty weird. It's pretty like a lot of lot of porridge. A lot of light cheese. Yeah, it's quite a lot a, of soups. It's quite a lot of flavors that we're not used yeah, to. Yeah, there are. Yeah, like their their version of sweet things is not sweet to a Western palate. I would suggest. Like I've I've had um, a friend of ours is Vietnamese and she was like, try this fruit. It's so sweet and delicious. And I tried it and it just didn't taste of anything. Like it was just super bland. And I was like, this is this precious des- sweet dessert fruit. I was like, damn. Like it's literally a palate difference. So I was like. This is not fruit. Like this doesn't taste like a fruit at all. 
She was like, "Isn't it sweet? It's so sweet." I was like, "No, it just tastes like shit." Wow, it so actually, I think they, okay. it's just a yeah, it's just a palate difference thing. I want to know more about the the chong the chongqing chongqing. I think it's the place is called pronounced as Chungking, what it used to be. You know, because we used to have anglicised words for everything when we went over there and we called them. Well, no, no, it doesn't matter what you're calling yeah. it. We're going to call <laughs> yeah. it this. We're more um, comfortable like, with Chungking. Um, Bombay, right? Bombay. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah, we're going to call it Bombay. There you go. That's easier for us to remember. Name it after something of ours. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, so it's like t- totally. I'm. 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 Do you have any more stories from 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 China or the Dota Majors or um, what's going on at the moment? I'm interested in getting the inside. When we track. went to Seattle for, I think it was TI4. The hotel was tasked with laying on breakfast, lunch, and dinner for all the players, right? Because we're all staying at the same hotel. All the players and all the talent were all staying at the same hotel. So pretty much there was like half the teams were Western teams and half the teams were from either China or Southeast Asia. So. The hotel was not used to catering for that many people from Asia. Uh, so their answer for lunchtime was a huge platter of rice. That's it. There was literally, you walked in there and there was a huge, huge thing of rice. That was it. Like there was no actual food. It would be like saying, oh yeah, you're from the West, aren't you? Here's your food, chips and milkshake. Like literally that's it. So that was so they literally went and got takeaway every day. Wow. Um, like they, they'd find a Chinese place and they'd order a huge buffet and all the Chinese players would sit around a series of tables eating what looked like amazing food. But I thought it was really insulting. Do you honestly. not think that's like imagine the, like a big Chinese delegation had visited Italy, right? Yeah. And they were like totally overwhelmed. And so what they did was they only cooked a massive tray of pasta, right. and they put that out at lunch. Well, like right? one of those those ones that you get at Pizza Hut, like it's just like a big pasta bake tray, right? Looks like it's been but microwaved. It just be dry pasta because they'd be like, oh, they can't. They're lactose intolerant, right, or whatever. We can't put cheese on it, so it's just going to be. It's just going to be dry pasta. They like, can eat that. Yeah, right? they love that. Uh, that's, that's, that's what, what they eat. Loads of it. Yeah. No, so yeah. That, that, was, that was kind of embarrassing. It's weird. A lot of the time, the food that you get is just, it, it's very variable. Like you go to some events and the food is like amazing. You get to other events and the food is just terrible. Um, but it's really tricky for these organizations who are, like if you're a Chinese organization uh, based in China, you've never had to deal with catering for western players and and talents so it's like what do we what do they eat it's just not like in the middle of rural china just like if i went to the middle of the fucking midwest in america i doubt i'm gonna find a cracking hot pot place you know what i mean it's like no you're gonna get steak and grits hamburgers and grits maybe gravy you know all that kind of stuff yeah actually that's more of a southern thing honestly rather Country than gravy um, exactly it's like, it's like gray White. gravy oh it's so gross yeah it's really gross oh it's so gross Catering for people has also become an absolute fucking nightmare because of people like me, um, you know, because like I'm allergic to all sorts of shit and I'm a pain in the ass. And it never used to, I think it did used to be a bit like it. Well, when I, so I used to work as like a, a waiter back when I was like 15, 16. I worked at like a, a country house thing and they had a lot of weddings there. And every every weekend they would have like a two weddings on Friday, two weddings on Saturday and two weddings on Good Sunday Lord. kind of thing. And it would be a very much a... a a profitable thing that they'd bring these people. It would be very the same every time that we had these big conference rooms. We'd get the wedding in. They they get their meals and blah blah blah, and, and we we do it do everything. And it would be be crazy. Sometimes there'd be like multiple weddings going on in like different areas as well. But we had a very like s- s- sort of very standardized menu that that they'd obviously picked and. 
you know, some, there were obviously some vegetarians. I'm sure they got something different. You know, instead of a, a instead of a tray of melon and ham, they got a tray of melon and carrots or whatever. You know, you know, because that was that these were back in the days when people we were literally serving Parma ham, or I think it's not even allowed to be called that anymore because it's like cooked ham. Mm. Because it's one of those plates, things from Parma, like um, Melton Mowbray pork pies. It's like a specialised thing, and and so that I remember we just everyone got a, a piece of meat and we served the vegetables, and it was all very like shit and very <laughs> very yeah. standardised, right? And you you got what you got, and I, there wasn't like a lot of kind of complaining about it. But um, Martin's getting married um, soon, and I was just thinking about his his wedding, and and they're going to have to cater for all sorts of. Of people and what what a fiddle everyone everyone's allergic to nuts yeah and, oh I can't eat this and I'm I'm gluten intolerant and blah, blah, blah. you know there's like hundreds that's why of I don't think you you bother with any of that like fuck I I've been to plenty of things before where it's been catered but I I I barely ever eat like at those places you know what I mean like I don't depend on that that meal in in my day like I usually just eat you know, here and there or at home before I, I leave or something like that. So so I'm not actually hungry when I turn up to an event or something like that. So it doesn't matter what they're serving. I'm probably not going to eat it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know why people bother serving food at, at these events. Like, they, they it's, it's completely unnecessary. Just go to the wedding, say congratulations, have a couple of beers, do a dance and go home. Like, you don't need to eat as well. It's... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? It's crazy. Yeah. Just eat at home. Eat at home. And then whatever your fucking crazy ass diet requirements are, you don't have to burden anyone else with them. Just fucking go home and eat your whatever and <laughs> I don't know what you eat. Cheese whiz on toast or fucking what, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares. Just fucking eat it and shut up and <laughs> stop bugging everybody. Christ. It drives me nuts. I mean, I've got I've got dietary requirements. I don't burden anybody with them. Like, fucking, no. I just won't eat. I don't care. Who cares? I do wonder what people did 30 years ago or so. Like, I hate to go on about the past, but I remember at school there was, like, one kid that was allergic to everything. Yeah. And he never got to eat anything. Like, if we had a snack at kindergarten, he didn't get shit. You know, he had to bring his own stuff in. And I feel like people decided that it was everyone else's problem. Instead of just bringing your own shit with you, like the dude, the, the kid brought his own stuff. His mum would bring his own snack. You see this all the time, though. Like, yeah. like, like. Um, I've I had some like friends from India and China, and they constantly, when they come and visit here, they bring with them like a suitcase full of fucking ingredients. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's, <laughs> like, yeah. But I mean, they can't find that stuff over here easily, and that's the kind of stuff they want to eat. So good for them. Like, I mean, if that's bring your if, own. Yeah, exactly. No, it's good. It's like proactive. Yeah, yeah. bring your own. Yeah. God damn it! Every time we go somewhere that is like to, to mostly to it used to be to, to things like gaming events. Like we went to play Dawn of War two, three, the new one, the newest one that didn't do very well. We went to see that and um, went to the offices, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we got we got you some lunch, guys. Don't worry." So like, okay, cool, cool, cool. And we're in like, um, you know, like this swanky place. It's like in the middle of the swanky stitch. There's like artisan coffee shops and vegan smoothie places downstairs. And they bring us like dominoes and like, you know, fucking Krispy Kremes. And Gamer like, fuel. <laughs> <laughs> like monster energy. Where's the Mountain Dew and Cheetos? That's what my people consume. <laughs> we're just man children. Oh my God. 
Look, look, I just, I just got to, I'm just going to interrupt because I, I, I found this sentence very funny. I was reading a news story today because you know I went on a cruise last summer, so I kind of read about cruises all the time. Yeah. First of all, the ship that we were on a couple of weeks ago had a norovirus outbreak, and everybody was shitting themselves on the ship. We were lucky to avoid that. Norovirus is fucking horrible. horrible. Winter vomiting virus. Yeah, it's what I knew. It so as. here you go, Bobby yeah. and Mary Jackson aged 64 and 62, from County Antrim, Northern Ireland, were offered £200 each off their next journey with Norwegian Cruise Line. This is because they found a man and a woman having sex in their cabin. Now, here's what Mrs. Jackson told the Sunday Post. I was traumatised and I needed a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> she walks in on two people having sex. She's like, oh my God, get me a glass of water. Wait, right how away. did that happen, though? What? They were just, the crew, a pair of the crew were fucking in their cabin. I guess they oh, figured there was, was the no crew. one in there. Oh, the crew, okay. Whoa. But you walk in, I mean, I'll be honest with you. Fair if play. I've seen something shocking, I'm not relating that to you by saying, oh my God, I was so shocked. I had to have a glass of water. Like, that's not going to... You know what I mean? Like the, to Man, me, that is not evidence. What a life that is! What having sex in someone else's fucking cabin? somebody in a in a cabin <laughs> on a on a cruise ship. How do, how do they do it? <laughs> like how, well, how does that even come about? What you just like? It just there's just a big lead up of working on a cruise ship to having sex in somebody else's cabin. I it's guess a bit you know. Risque. Let's say they really liked each other, yeah. and then if the man is able to uh, achieve an erection he can put it in the woman's vagina and then they have sex right. it doesn't really matter where it just happens no i know it's just a, it just seems it's a, i'm saying like what what an exciting life that that's the kind of stuff you get up to like I, I i think it's a little bit like being in prison on a cruise liner though you know you get like you're trapped there for like the, you sign up for this cruise and you're stuck on board this flipping thing for ages out at sea and sure, you have a few nights off and you get drunk. You get to chatting with one of the, the cleaning people and they're like, oh, I think room th suite 606 is free. Why do you want to pop around yeah, there? Yeah, all this shit goes like, on sure, all the time. Let's do it. I mean, men and women in close proximity at sea. D didn't you have like a thing where, didn't you tell me a story about how, wait, I'm sure it was on this podcast, where you, you, you checked into your hotel room and you walked up and you got the key and you went upstairs and you opened the door and there was like a naked man there <laughs> no. in the room and he didn't see you. Nice. No. And then you closed the door. This hotel knows me so well. It, it was not <laughs> me. Thank you very much, guys. I, I, I have never heard that story before <laughs> in my life. Present. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was like facing away. So the guy didn't even see them open the door and they went down and were like there's a man in my room and they're like oh shit i gave you the wrong fucking room. sorry <laughs> oh my god no that was not oh me god. that sounds can you horrific. imagine that happened to you though imagine you you're like you get into your hotel room and you you like place all your lube up on the uh, up on the the dresser and you put out your your special anime blanket on the floor and you're just you're just like rubbing down you're getting ready to put on some some anime on the TV with the Chromecast built in and stuff and you know you got some music on the back room and, and and then somebody just fucking barges in and they're like oh shit they gave me the wrong key yeah that what would the suck. fuck I was just I was just I was just lubing, lubing up here, <laughs> getting ready to go. Like well, when I was in, um, what kind of compensation would you get for that? Because no, I don't like, know. Like I, I, the dude almost walked in on me in my pajamas in Romania when I was in the hotel. He was coming to. The, you know what? Hotels are obsessed with a couple of things. One of them is when you check out, like they want you out the fucking door asap. Yeah. The other thing they're obsessed with is the mini bar. So I had a couple of beers in the mini bar the previous night, never like that. And I'm chilling there. I don't have to go in till quite late in the day. So I'm chilling in my hotel room. I'm playing video games on my laptop, maybe watching Netflix. I'm just there in my pajamas and I'm thinking, shit, maybe I'll have a nap. So because I was fucking exhausted. So I go to get in my bed and uh, 
there's this fucking dude just there. And he's just opened the door and come in. He goes, minibar. I was like, dude, you're just walking in. Like, no knock, nothing. He just barges in and shouts minibar. I couldn't believe it. What if you were in the middle of strangling yourself while masturbating to anime porn? I mean, some autoerotic asphyxiation is going on. Excuse me. I think he's he is he he's a perv. I think he is. Oh, you think he does this on purpose, like to see as it and and he just he's got a GoPro on as well. Right. As soon as you, this is what people do. It's a psychological thing. Mm. People get like they find a little trick in their head, like oh, I can perv on people if I bust into their room and say mini bar, and that's my little excuse. Yeah. You know, it's like a little bit like um, if you're going to rob someone's house, you know, you can like, I don't know, you, but like you, you I, I don't know, maybe like you dress as like a Jehovah's Witness or whatever and you ding on all the doorbells and that way you find somewhere that's empty. But that's where it's just if anyone answers, you're just like Jehovah's Witnesses and they're like, no thanks, you know, and then that way we find someone that's empty, you can burglarize that. Like, you know, it's a, it's like people find these little ways to be disgusting and i think i think he i think he's probably creepo he's probably you reckon he's probably a creeper. creeps on, he's probably just looking for a naked woman right and he's it, or man i'm you know don't know i don't judge and he saw you there and maybe that was what he wanted he wanted like a balding a bald bald man asleep and that was his fetish yeah and then after that he went back to room six sweet 606 started jacking off didn't realize it was someone else's room they came in and there. And then a lady burst oh. in and said, I've seen something horrendous. She needed to I need a glass of water. water. Yeah. Give me water. <laughs> and then, you know, it went out of control. And they got a 200 pound uh, off on their next Norwegian uh, cruise. Got 200 pounds. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, fucking hell. I mean, well. why, why do that? Why not just say here, you why can have... subject yourself to another one of these traumatic here, cruises? Here, have a free cruise. Like, it's probably not that much more than 200 pounds. Like, why? Why not just fucking give her a refund? Christ. I think that's stupid when people give, like, a, like a monetary amount as compensation when they could just In give... vouchers. Yeah. It's like... Oh, here, here, just have this car or something, you know, like something that doesn't have like a, a like an immediately apparent value attached to it sort of thing. You know what I mean? Like mm. 200 pounds, like, I don't know. It just seems like a, it seems like a bit of a kick in the balls, doesn't it? You know, like, it doesn't yeah. seem like, it doesn't seem Big like much. Kick in the balls. Some people are into that though. Some people are, yeah, yeah it's true. I, it's like this one time I was flying, I think I was flying to Bristol and um, the airport's like 15 minutes away from my house. It's not far at all. And, um, but there's a lot of fog because they, where the airport is, it just gets, it just gets foggy there all the time. So there's lots of delays and cancellations like specific times a year. And uh, I was flying, I was flying over to do something, set the airport and the flight was delayed. Okay. So the airline was like, Oh, uh, yeah, you know, the flight's delayed by like three hours or whatever. So um, go to the customer service desk, collect a, a, a voucher. So I go to the desk and collect the voucher. And it was like for, it was so specific. You had to spend it at, you had to use it at this one place and it was worth five pounds. <laughs> I was like, what, what fuck, the fuck I am I going to get with that? that? <laughs> like it's, that was like, I was exactly I wish the same. just like didn't I had... give me anything. Like I'm, I'm angry now. <sighs> They were like, I went to the, there's there a hotel and they gave me like, a, they were like, oh, sorry, we haven't got your room ready or whatever, blah, blah, blah. We'll give you a free drinks voucher. Um, and if you come back in like two hours or whatever. So I just left my luggage down. I went into water around town. I came back anyway, got into the room. And um, then later I went down to the bar to his friend to spend this free fucking drinks voucher. And it was, it was like, you can have either a bottle of 
like Beck's <laughs> yeah. or a shot of Bailey's or like a, a Di Serrano and Coke. I mean, it was so specific. And, so, and, I was like, and they're so anal about it too, right? Like there's no leeway there. If you, if no, you present like, that voucher, I, it's like it has to be for this one thing. Like you couldn't possibly get like, can I have the bottle of Beck's in a glass? They're like, no, yeah. no. <laughs> for fuck's <laughs> sake. I mean, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> drink it out of the bottle. It's like, but why? It's so annoying. But I'm the sort of same way with with certain stuff like certain stuff like on on a menu of a restaurant. Well, sometimes like you you want to ask like for a small adjustment, but but you're not you're a bit scared to do that. It's like could you could you possibly like maybe do this without the egg on it? And they're like. No, no, we can't do that. We have to have to put the egg on top. I love, I love, um, I love when you say like, "Oh, can you make sure that there's?" Um, can you ask like the chef to to see if there's nuts in this or whatever? And like the when they come back, the answer is always the answer is always very like elaborate and and tries to sound somewhat technical or whatever. But but it, it always boils down to the same thing: is that the chef doesn't give a fuck about your dietary requirements and <laughs> has probably just like had a fucking fiesta of nuts all over the kitchen. He's just like, yeah, our chef likes to sprinkle nuts all over the place and uh, and prance around <laughs> like a fairy in the back. Well, our, our chef looked at the packet yeah. and, uh, the, and on the microwave. He just opens it up and, and he... it just chucks nuts all over the place. So <laughs> there could be nuts in this food. <laughs> it's, oh, my God. Fucking, but oh, no, like, that's that's like a common issue. And the other thing is that I found in, in, in restaurants is that if you want to order something that's in like a meal deal, okay, it's like, I don't know, it's like the lunch the lunch meal deal or whatever, and you're like, you, you don't want a part of it. It's like, can I get can I get the thing off the meal deal, but I don't want the, I don't want the, like, there's the free dessert or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, oh, no, you have to have that. It's like in the meal deal. And I'm like, well, but can I, can I just, can I just have that? With like, but not the free dessert, and they're like, no, 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 we'll bring we'll bring you the dessert for free, and I'm like, no, but I don't want it, and they're like, well, okay, but we'll, ha, ha, you're not going to be able to have the lunch, the, the burger. I think then. you offer to sell it back to them at twice the price. It's like at the grocery store when they do two for one as well. How about just one for half price? Because like, I don't need um, a, a million toilet paper rolls. Like, I just want one one normal sized box of toilet paper or whatever. Instead of two for one, just give me one one for half price. They, what, they what do they like say? That. They never do it though. No, I like that. It's not as catchy as it one for half. Yeah, you, one, there, one there, for there half. used to be a book. Um, it might have become a website. I can't remember. Saying that you can actually haggle. Like it's it's in, within the law to haggle in a shop. Well, it's like a cultural thing, isn't it? Certain cultures like. Um, I love to haggle and they, they can't stop. Yeah. Like I remember I would always go, my, my friend's dad would always, when we were in Dixon's or whatever, buying like a fucking mini disc player, he would always haggle and it always fucking worked oh, man. as well. Like every time, like he was like, yeah, I got managed to like fucking get 20 quid off this. Every time, okay. Every time I've tried to haggle, it's never worked. Okay. And, and a big reason why it never works is because for some reason, I, well, for some reason, I'm always with with my wife when I attempt to haggle, okay? And she right. gets she gets all excited, like because it's a novelty, right? Because we don't haggle ever. Oh, you're you're such so you're, so you're such an exciting man. So I go in, you're like a, it's like oh my god. I go in for a heavy haggle, okay? And then so so he's like seven se, seven rupees, and I'm like five rupees, and he's like no, and then my wife's like. Six fifty, like she gets all excited. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you can't, you can't just butt can't. in on the haggle. I'm working, I'm working the angles here, and it always, it always gets wrecked. Cause like, cause the guy knows he's won at that point. Cause he sees my wife is like really excited at the novelty of of haggling, 
And then he's just like, I've got this guy. Seven rupees. Ah, oh, fuck. Fuck, he's, he's, he's standing hard. <laughs> he's not going to back down now. He knows, he knows what we're all about. So, like, every time it's been ruined. So, I used to watch a lot of Bargain Hunt and Antiques Roadshow and all these things. Whenever they're at the car boot sales, they always, they always have to haggle, right? They always have to try and get the shit as cheap as possible to, like, sell it. So not, not Antiques Roadshow, obviously Bargain Hunt, where they, they have to buy stuff at a shitty car boot and sell it on auction and they almost always haggle with the store owners and the best place the best place to start is actually at half the price and to appear like you don't really want yeah. it and it's like well, that's it yeah. it's like a casual offer it's like 10 pan give you give five for it you know kind of like a really i and think that, that, that tends to be like i think the uh, thing with haggling is that you're 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 haggling for something that you don't really want anyway so you've so you so you go in really low, but then you're you're more than willing to walk away because you don't really want it anyway. It's just the thrill of but, getting something for but super cheap. That's the cheap. thing. Like I think the thing is like if you actually wanted something, and imagine there was like a painting or something, you I feel like incredibly like I'd be super rude if I offered someone like oh, I'd give you fifty quid for it. It feels super rude to do that. Well, I mean, but, actually, but the, the, I think it's super rude for them to to charge the prices that they do for some of that shit anyway. <laughs> like in the first place. <laughs> so there's a right. counterpoint to that because like you you smearing your diarrhea on a canvas oh. and then saying it's worth a you know a thousand pounds. No, it's not. It's it's worth nothing. It's worth minus a thousand pounds. Those okay? vomit enthusiasts pay good money for my paintings. Well, I'm just saying, like you know, some of that shit is just like it's kind of like the people on The Apprentice. You know, they emulate successful people, right? And I find some artists are like that as well. They they try to emulate people that have had successes with like you know a style of art or whatever. And 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 you're just thinking to yourself, okay, well, this isn't actually any good at all. Like, I, I mean, I'm not I'm not an art critic or whatever. But sometimes you see these people on TV and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just go work in an office or whatever. You suck at art, like big time. <laughs> wow. Nobody will buy this. It's their you dream. Know? You're just pretending to be a good artist, but you're not actually a good artist. You know what I mean? Fake it till you make it, sis. You know what I mean, though? Fake it till you do, make do, it. You, do you guys recognize these people as well? Have you seen these people like on TV and yeah, stuff Yeah, all before? over the fucking yeah, place. Yeah, it's crazy. Hold on. What? He's barfing. No, I didn't, sweetie. Oh, he's got... <laughs> no, that wasn't me. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, his daughter's sick. My daughter's downstairs. Is she all right? You no, no, go. she's okay. She's chill. She all just right. thought I'd said her name, but I think I just laughed. <laughs> so, sorry, imagine like you're in a car boot sale and you're buying like a vase, okay? Like, a, And it's obviously like a specific price and that they have a market value for them. I, I, you can, I think everything, like certain things are okay to like kind of try and get some money off of without it being rude but i think you just have to be willing to be rude to people to, to i don't think a lot of people in a lot of cultures are comfortable with that like like kind of in in japan or something it's very i don't think that's the, that people are particularly haggling yeah and that because everyone's so polite with everyone and also you don't tip even because that's even considered a bit kind of impolite in a weird way which is bizarre well it's um, kind of weird because the whole exchange of money in japan is such a formal thing as well right there's not really a there doesn't seem to be an opportunity for you to just tip on top of bowing and receiving the money on the plate and <laughs> giving the change back on the plate and bowing again and stuff like where, where at what what point do you just say like oh here's an extra <laughs> Here's a bit extra, whatever. Like it'd be kind well, of awkward, a, right? There was a there was a thing where I was at a, some sort of a place in London, and I I tried like I, this. There was like a coat check place, and I checked my jacket or whatever, and my bag and stuff, and all this other stuff. And it had been a right faff because I'd left a load of stuff there because I think I was passing through London with loads of luggage. Anyway, 
when I picked it all up later, I, I left a tip. I was like, oh, here's a fiver. And he was like, I don't want that. And I'm like, but it's like a tip. And he's like, well, I'm not taking it. And I was all like, right. Okay. <laughs> so I didn't want to didn't offend you. I just thought I, it was like a thing that you <laughs> just did. Just it up know. and throw it in the garbage. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> 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 I should have haggled him down. Two fifty. I'll give you two fifty. So no, I don't want anything. Two. Go on. I'll give you. I'll give you tenner. Give me tenner. I'll go it up. Four pound coin. So, would you take twenty? Would you take a twenty? Do you guys? Do you guys ever tip? Like I get groceries delivered to the house because I'm a lazy fucker and it's easier to shop online. Honestly, the guy comes with all the carrier bags. He hands them over. He says, "Any carrier bags to go back?" And I say, "Not this time," because we either reuse them or I gave them away last time or whatever. But here's a ten. And then he stands there for a second, and I'm like. Thanks. And he's like, have, ha, have a nice evening. And off he goes. And I'm like, do people tip the shopping delivery guys? Because I don't even I don't tip anybody unless it's in a restaurant. Right. That's where. Honestly, I think tip. what happened there is is fine. You know, like I think, you know, a momentary pause because he thinks he might have a chance to get one. But then you're not willing to give him one. I but don't even know said. if it's a thing. I think that that's I think this that's is a, perfectly acceptable. I am constantly hit by these moments in everyday life of people thinking, do, do I have to tip them? Especially when I'm in America. Because I, I, I'm never well, sure. Well, you're meant to My tip everybody in America. always off. They have a very, a very tipping culture there, right? Yeah, and yeah, they do. But it's also, as far as I understand it, they, they include tips, right? In Canada, it's, it's less so. I, I don't think you're 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 necessarily helping somebody sell. I think in Canada, I think they have to pay people properly and right, not right. have them rely on tips. But it's just the nature of Canadians to tip anyway like, <laughs> for everything and be apologetic about it too. So, um, there's, there's, but in America, yeah, it's be- definitely like they're not getting paid that much. Yeah. So they they need the tips. I don't know if that's a, a myth or not, but as far as I understood it, they included the average amount you would expect to get in tips in to your salary, which is fucking bullshit, by the way. Like that's It sh- is ridiculous. I'm not even sure if it's true. I used to work at... what My first job was at a grocery store, and I used to pack groceries, which I don't even know if that job exists anymore. No. I can't remember the last time I went into a grocery store and somebody packed your bags for you. I feel like the only people who are doing that are ex-cons. Or people that have some kind of learning difficulty. You'll sometimes see them. But, well, guilt, but guilty also, on both counts, but um, <laughs> I was like I was like 15 and it, this was like, it was just the way that this place worked, right? You had, there was like the cashiers and then for every cashier there was like a you know, guy who like packed the groceries and we, we had to like help people out to the car. And then if it wasn't too busy, we had to just like, you know, clean up the store and collect carts out of the parking lot and right, do right. all that kind of, there's all these like little jobs and stuff. Um, but they were always super like, okay, you can't accept any tips, but they never explained why. They're just like, what the fuck? Like you can't, we can't accept any tips. They're like, no, it, it's, you, you just can't, you're not, not supposed to accept any tips from anybody. So, okay. But like we fucking did all the time because yeah. it was it, it was awkward. You'd help a, a lady out to her car with like, you know, $500 worth of groceries. Like, you know, that's the culture over there. You buy like you go grocery shopping like once a month and you fill up your your bomb shelter with fucking industrial sized ketchups and stuff like that. So I, I helped this lady out to her car. Uh, I unloaded all. It takes like half an hour because she bought so much stuff. Um, and then I was like, all right, well, there you go. See you later. And she's like, oh, here, this is for you. And she, she gave me like, like five bucks. I was like, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm not allowed to accept this tip. <laughs> like, you know, she's like, 
what the fuck are you talking about? Just take the money. He was like, all right. So I just... Do you know what? I think it just upsets everyone if you don't. I guess so. And, and yeah. Like, I felt, it. like, it's... really awkward saying it as well. Because I was like, yeah, sure. Five bucks, I'll take it. Like, I was a 15-year-old kid at the time. Like, But maybe you just take it and put it in a charity fucking yeah. box if you feel bad about it or whatever. Hell no. like, I bought so I many know. cheese buns on my break with that money. It was crazy. <laughs> So I, it, it's a thing, like actually, that they do have at restaurants now. When you pay the bill, they always say that like you can tip in the on with your card. And I'm always a little bit things I don't ever have like a lot of cash in my wallet. So as much as I want to like, I, I, I obviously want to tip, but I don't necessarily trust like putting it on on the card. But then sometimes you go to a place and they don't have it on the card machine, and you're like, oh, now I don't have any cash either. So I'm am I not tipping now? And then like other times, like you'll go somewhere where they've done like like a like a like a pret a manger or like a fucking yo sushi or something, and it's like, do you want a tip for your sandwich or your like fucking thing that you know you got off the belt like no one fucking who am i tipping here like do you know what i mean like i feel like but part of me feels like always wants to, it's like like clicking past that button do you want to tip no makes you feel like i wonder what Ugh. they'd say if they turn up with the bill and you were like no this doesn't work for me how about 20 pounds <laughs> sir the bill is 480 pounds well i start low we'll find a place in the middle <laughs> i will include a tip of Two pounds. I'm, honestly, I'm kind of <laughs> glad that, that haggling is not a thing. Yeah, like, fuck I it. find it. I find it a chore to be out of my house enough in the first place, uh, let alone having to like have long drawn out social interactions with people over like, you know, five bucks or whatever. Like, you know, I'm a real big fan of actually I love I love eating at pubs. I love ordering and paying. And then sitting down, eating, and then just going when I'm ready. You know what I mean? That is actually really nice. Uh, yeah. That that like that, that is too. my favorite interaction for for food outside of my house. I love that. I love I, the standard the standard way of doing it in in Japan. It's that when you pay for your when you when you when you order, you finish a meal, and then you stand up and you actually like as you're leaving, you pay. So it's like you pay it like a little till by the yeah, door often. That's, uh, that's pretty good too. But uh, my, but definitely my favorite is paying. I mean, it kind of sucks sometimes because you pay before you eat. And if you eat and it tastes like crap, you're like, oh, should I pay for this or whatever? But like... But how are you ever going to not I don't pay don't for think it I've afterwards? Ever, like, how many times have you eaten crap food and then gone, I'm not paying for this? Never. You know? I've never gone to a exactly. restaurant and, and complained that the food is bad or anything. Like, because... You just sort of write it no, off, I've never right? Complained, like, I don't oh, think this ever. tastes like shit. Let's go. <laughs> like, I'm not going to fucking stand around and complain about it or try to get money back or whatever. Because what's, you know, time is money, friends. <laughs> 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 oh god, exactly. Damn. Fucking, I don't know. We we don't know. Are we socially inept? I definitely am. So, what's the culture like in China when all these Dota nerds go over there and you know have to eat KFC for three meals a day? I mean, are they complaining about that or are they just getting on with it? I mean, are they playing in these games from hospital? Man, they're getting sick How's in the work? hospital. Flax told us already. It's yeah. the situation is dire. It sounds it, it, like it is. It is bad. Not, yeah. not radiant. We need to send them some it. fucking vegetables. Let's pack send them up. Send them some fucking milkshakes and <laughs> send them a bag of like um, microwavable lasagnas and just frozen fucking pizzas. Yeah, hot pockets. Get that out there. Save the fucking Dota players, guys. 
Jesus. Jesus. Those Krispy Kremes and um, I love that. I love that when people travel from like places like America and stuff, they're like, no, this food is no good. <laughs> and and it's right. Yeah, you're right. They're probably just eating fucking pizza pockets like 24-7 at home. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Yeah. People are people are very quick, to, especially to judge British food. They're like, Britain, oh god, the food's garbage. It's that's like maybe 30 years ago that was the case but it drives me up the wall you can you can get anything you want in london now it's amazing there's loads yeah. of good places to eat anything you want there's there's, there's a pizza hut in chong chong right. chong here's, here's the problem it's a, it's a city of like 20 million people all right it is i mean it may be in the middle of nowhere in china but the middle of nowhere in china is still there's probably God knows how many millions of people living in the area, and then the city is something like twenty million people. So it, it's it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's big. It's twice the size, over twice the size of London. So although you think the Pizza Hut has like one star, it has one star. <laughs> Will not subject myself to this probably again. Probably like this. This food was so bland. <laughs> I actually was offended. Where's where the spice at? That's pretty much all the reviews, I guess. But yeah, they just it's you know you you either eat the local food or you're fucked. That's pretty much how it is in China, Man. which is fair enough. They got a billion potential customers. They don't have got a K to I'm you. I'm kind of sad you're not there reporting back. <laughs> I'm so glad you know, I'm not there. I want you. I want you to be like just in a hospital eating KFC, being like so fucking miserable. Thank you. I just want that so bad. You fucking asshole. <sighs> <laughs> Why would you wish that on me? <laughs> you want it. You want it for the story. That's all you want. I want you to go out there and have a terrible time, Perian, so you yeah. can tell us about this terrible time. I love hearing about you having a miserable yeah, Lewis time. Lewis loves all that. Like we almost get like uh, we get like pep talks before we do stuff from Lewis. Sometimes he's like, "Okay, guys, try to have a really bad time so we have stuff to talk about." <laughs> Triforce podcast, Evil. like make sure, try to fuck something up on purpose so it'll sound funny when we talk about it on the Triforce podcast and stuff like that. He's very um, mean, mean, yeah. I love you. Guys. He's spirited, yeah. He's driven and he drives us to do better and be better through through suffering. So I got you these two tickets on the Norwegian cruise line. Yeah, you're sharing a room. Wonderful. Uh, Cabin six oh six. And, uh, <laughs> the scene of the crime. We're gonna hope, hope. Hopefully, somebody else will be in there fucking when you turn up. So we'll have something to, new to talk about on the Triforce podcast next week. Yeah, but yeah, enjoy yeah. your cruise. Try not Thank to you. get um, the shits too much and Thank barfs. You. And uh, always haggle. Always haggle. Always haggle. Always haggle. Yeah. All right. Thanks everyone. Thanks See everybody. Bye. Right. See you next time. Bye. Bye.